Hey, what's up, everyone? And welcome to the last episode of We Need to Talk for 2019. Ooh, yeah. Y'all, we made it. Well, barely, but barely. <laughs> we're going to talk about barely. that, too. <laughs> but it has been quite a year, so we're just going to do some recaps on some of our favorite things that we've talked about, some things that have happened in our own lives this year, things that we want to see happen in 2020. Mm-hmm. This is going to be a fun episode. Not a long episode, but just a quick recap. And we also want to hear from you. If you, have, if you do New Year's resolutions, what your resolutions are, what you're looking for. If This is the last year of the decade. We're starting a new decade. Is it that? Yes. I thought 2020 is the last year. Well, if you start in 2000, oh. Because we start 10, with one, right? 11, 12, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Is 10 the last? Because 10 would be the last, right? No, I think we're starting a new decade. Okay. Yeah, I think. I get what you're saying. It's also like, I think this is like the Sunday Monday conversation. Is right. Sunday is the week beginning. Yeah. So I, I'm gonna say it's a new decade. Okay, I'm with <clears> it. That's what we're going with. Sounds better. Um. So, Carmel, what is mm. what is a, a memorable topic or situation or news story for you this year? There was a lot. A lot happened a lot. this year. There's a lot. Um, I think the after I mean we, the Jesse Smollett one, of course, by far. It was, where it, is he also? Right. He's been I, gone all year. I'm not a big. Uh, Empire watcher or fan of the show. He but ain't on the show no more. Is he? I don't know. I saw oh, he, he boy boy gone. Okay, all right, <laughs> as he should be. Um, as he should that, be. I think that, and then Dave Chappelle's uh, Six and Stone special, mm, okay, uh, which on its own was amazing, but yep. his take on that was absolutely comedic gold. And it was um, all true. All true. He told no lies. Oh my God. So good. But that that to me was the, the best, most funniest, most interesting. Because the whole, still to this day, I do not get what he was trying to accomplish with the whole situation. Um, so that that would be the first thing that comes to my mind. I mean, I'm going to agree with you. I think that was one of the funnier ones. I, I'm not even like upset by it. I think it's hilarious. Right, yeah. Because like, you just look at all the facts still to this day. The whole thing was just a mess. Like, you go... You you, st- you have this whole situation, it goes through all this stuff, you cry on TV, and then the next thing we know, all the charges have been dropped, and nobody knows why or what happened, and then it's just gone. gone. Absolutely gone. And then he's nowhere to be found, basically. I mean, I feel like this whole year, like, I'm going to go on his Instagram right now. I think, I'm <laughs> I'm like, seriously. I'm, he I'm, has an Instagram? Yeah, he does. I think he has, literally, since the night it happened... He has only had five Instagram posts. Wow. This whole year. Wow. And he has all the comments turned off, so you can't even comment on anything. But that's interesting to me. I mean, is is that what he wanted? Is that what you, I mean. He hasn't posted since June on Instagram. Wow. So, yeah, I don't know what he wanted, what he was trying to do. I hope 2020 is a clear vision for him and, and, and he figures it out. I don't know how you come back from something like that, though. To be honest, I don't know how he's going to come back from that. For him, I mean, he's in a, 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 a several layers of issues with him being gay, one, and also being a black male mm-hmm. and having done this. I mean, we've seen a lot of white actors and entertainers go through some some stupid stuff mm-hmm. and come back fine. You you picked the worst person to be to do something <laughs> this stupid, by far. Black uh, and gay? Yeah, you just... Black and gay, bro. You just... <laughs> He's, he's, you just didn't want to work no more. You just, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to work no more. I don't want to say no. no 
I don't want any more work. didn't want to work anymore. Oh my god! So that was definitely one of my favorites, and I, I, yeah, I, I'm curious to see what will happen with him next year, or if anything at all. I don't know what he's gonna do, but he, he may need to like take a different name or, or get a new look, so people don't know it's him. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the situation is, but the whole thing is bizarre. But that's how we started the year off, y'all. That's how you knew, okay, oh, 2019 going to be like this? Yeah, this was January. Yeah, people probably think, that was this year? Yes, that it was, was this January year. January of this Out year. Out the gate. Out the gate, we were like this. So, you know, um, that kind of set the precedent. And I posted this meme the other day that it was like, 2019 was basically like, but did you die, though? Right. <laughs> and it's like... Almost. But you're still here. It was a rough year for a lot of people. It really was. And I feel like, I don't know what it is, but I, you know, I can get into like energy and like manifestation and all that mm-hmm. stuff. But mm-hmm. it was a weird year. And it was. I think um, for me, I would say memorable, not in like the best way, but was just kind of seeing all of this like political turmoil unfold, mm-hmm. you know, and now we, we are going into impeachment, which I didn't think was even going to happen. I'm <clears> actually <throat> shocked we've even gotten to this point. Yeah. But this whole year of just the crap that would come out of that president's mouth to lead to the, to where we are now. It's just like, well, okay, well we we're here now, you know, yeah. <laughs> like maybe yeah. it was worth dealing with, but I mean, it was such a roller coaster ride with this administration this year. I think, I think this has been again. I'm not a big fan of politics, but for the drama that it is, it's been fun to watch. Yeah. Like, it has been, like, they have written this script very well. Because, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. now we're at the end of the year, and now we finally, to me, I'm like, how are we not impeaching this guy? Yeah. I mean, the stuff yeah. that he's done is by far, yeah, let's get this, let's get the ball rolling. But then after after a while, I'm like, nah, nothing's going to happen to the guy. So that that's that's been fun. I think this year has seen a lot of things that in my years, I'm like, we're doing this now? Like, the chicken sandwich. The Popeyes chicken sandwich incident to me—that was really a monumental event for some people. But like, what it led to, like death, death, and destruction over, over a chicken sandwich. I mean, come on! Hey, well, at least it wasn't a turkey sandwich, right? See, exactly. No then one's you'd fighting. Really be mad. Yeah, no one's <laughs> fighting no turkey sandwich. Oh, but yeah, how? That's a that's a good one. I think that definitely goes on the list of like most ridiculous things of 2019 for the reaction that it got, mm-hmm. how big it got. I mean, nobody had a bigger glow up than Popeyes. Popeyes, yeah, Popeyes won this year <laughs> by far. <laughs> I'm so surprised. Did you ever have one? Nope. John had one. Really? Changed his life. He said really? it was amazing. Wow. Four dollars and thirty seven cents. He was like, I'm not gonna lie. This sandwich was really that's really good. crazy. Because I'm and I gotta say this, I'm not. I've heard some people, it's either been like A plus amazing or it's a good sandwich. Right. So it's probably really that good. I'm yeah. now at a point yeah. where I will not have one. I, and I've, you know, I've told you, myself I won't eat one. You're fine. Yeah. But also, I think what scared me when I saw the damn sandwich is like how much sodium oh, yeah. was in it. And I told him, I was like, can you please drink a gallon of water after you eat yeah. that sandwich? Because it is a whole aisle of salt. <laughs> it's like a week's, <laughs> right. it's like a week's worth of, of salt. Easily. It's crazy. But and yeah. that's without you putting the sauce on it, because you're going to put sauce on it. You have to. Right. There's certain things that you have you to have do. You have to put sauce on it. I get it. Um, but yeah, that's funny. I mean, people lost their lives over that sandwich. There was, there was people lost getting beat their up lives. and killed that's, for a sandwich. I'm, oh my goodness. Um, I think another memorable one for me was the uh, crazy racist uh, costumer in Eagle Rock. 
who did the rant in CVS. Oh yes, yes. We had a few of those this year. We we did we had a few rants, she's, but she's that, the most that one stood. Yeah, that one stood out the most. I, I still need to do a follow up uh, with uh, my friends that work in the costume union and see <laughs> to make sure that she actually got kicked out and all that stuff. But um, that was a. Uh, Something else. And I think I was mostly shocked and people were like, no, Eagle Rock's really racist. I was like, maybe really? I'm living in a bubble. Yeah. I was like, I I didn't think Eagle Rock was racist. Eagle Rock's like a very diverse area to me. full of hippies. Yeah. And, and vegan stuff. So like I wow. was confused. Um, but I mean, you know, there's little hubs of, of racism everywhere, no matter everywhere. where you are. Um, but that definitely was a memorable one for me. And it kind of gave me uh it reminded me not that i don't ever think that racism is an issue but it just reminded me how close to home it can be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um you think i mean we live in la we live in a very diverse area people are very involved in the arts and mm-hmm. and you, you know you have the hubs for you know different tv shows that like shonda rhimes is creating or like ava duvernay is out here like you just you feel like okay we're, we're kind of safe here yeah and then when things something like that happens you go Ooh, oh oh okay maybe not yeah exactly Shoot. um so that was uh, another memorable one for me. I think the Game of Thrones ending. Oh, God, that was this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Man. That that hurt. That Man. hurt. Because I was all Because you were in. mad? I was super mad. <laughs> super mad. Because it was a, I mean, it was like, it was, it was building up to be, and it's already considered one of the greatest shows ever. Mm-hmm. And to me, it, the ending also now puts it below my top three but it was it was on its way so as it was going i saw okay this makes sense and then i think it was the episode where if you guys haven't seen it by now you know uh if you haven't i don't know what to tell you it'll so matter sorry, right yeah. you know but <laughs> all right kills the night the night king yes. you're like oh yes, my yes, god yes, yes, so yes, now yes. to me it was like okay this show is now number one um it hit me that was dope i know who's gonna be the king now and you did that mm-hmm. you wrote that you know I have to say, though, now knowing the way that it ended, it actually makes me hate Bran even more. (laughs) Right. It, like, actually (laughs) makes me hate him. Like, you've been sitting here this whole whole time time. knowing what was going to happen, and you didn't do nothing. I mean, maybe he's like, I can't do anything, otherwise it won't end this way. But that, ooh, it just made Mm -mm. me so mad. So you just sitting there in your little chair, watching all this stuff go down, like, it's going to be cool. This is what's going to happen. I know who's going to die. I know when they're going to die. I know what's going to, like, and you're just sitting there. Yeah. It made me hate him. It really did. Yeah. Jamie should have pushed him a little harder. I I ain't mad at you for saying that. Oh, my God. I ain't. Because he ruined everything. He ruined everything. He really did. So, yeah, that 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 was my one of my disappointing. But the whole backlash was just amazing how many people were just so upset at that ending. Yeah. But I get it. I mean, when you give your life to a show. Like, yes, because people were. It was like nine years that you gave our lives to this show. And... You know, you feel it's like a bad breakup. Making us wait a year and a half yeah, for a season. Yeah, that was rude, too. And then you end it like that? Like, yeah. No. You're like, oh, they're making us wait this long? Okay. It's, it's going to be good, be right? Yeah. yeah. Um, no. I mean, it is what it is. And I still think at the end of the day, I think it was an incredible show. Oh, yeah. 100%. Epic. Yeah. Um, I know. I, I think a lot of people aren't ever going to be satisfied when shows end. And it's just the way that it is. But this one. I get it. It's it's you know it's still not the wire. I get it. I get it. Um, another monumental event uh, that happened for me uh, was seeing the when they see us documentary mm. and then having Jarrell Jerome win, win the Emmy. Yes, I've never been like so emotional and so invested in somebody that I didn't know personally. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I'm upset that he didn't get nominated for uh, Golden Globe. Golden Globe. Mm-hmm. 
that's you know another conversation but uh, i mean a lot of people didn't get nominated for the golden globes golden globes list was weird netflix dominated the golden globes mm-hmm. which is so bizarre yeah. but i guess that's just where we're headed exactly <clears throat> mm-hmm. um which i guess i don't have an issue with um netflix is putting a lot of money into their programming mm-hmm. and into their movies and stuff and so cool and they're good um but i think Having that story told in the way that Ava DuVernay told it Mm -hmm. was so crucial and so important. And um, I hope that if people haven't seen it even to this point that you take the time to. Look, I know it's hard to watch, but it's hard to be black. So, so, like, just you got to watch it. Especially if you're a white person. Like, if you have not watched it, get over it. Because this is what people fear. People of color feel fear mm-hmm. often yes. and what they feel often. Mm-hmm. So take the time to watch it because not even just from a storytelling perspective, from an arts perspective, it is just, it's a masterpiece. And she really, really did an incredible job. And Jarrell's performance is, is worth watching. It's unbelievable. I felt like I, I, I felt like I know him and, and Corey uh, and Corey. Yeah. Yes. 100%. Yeah. 100%. What what else? Um, Anything personal for you that happened this year that was a oh, big deal? Personal, um, you know, I I did I did I dipped in and out of comedy this year um, to really focus on Black Brew. If mm-hmm, you guys aren't mm-hmm. aware, I own a coffee company, uh, the darkest, richest, boldest coffee anywhere. <laughs> Go to blckbrw.com and get you some. It is. It's very good, guys. It's yes. Good. Um, so we had a lot. We had a lot of fun with that this year. Um, and owning it, I learned a lot. In owning a business, and I knew there was a lot to learn, um, but there are some weird things and weird uh, <laughs> things you have to be aware of. Is people want to own your business sometimes, mm-hmm. and so you have to fight that. Like I know people are excited sometimes. They oh come on, do this, do that. But then some people are like, why aren't you doing this? I'm mm. like because it's not your business. Right. Like it's mine. Like I'm, I'm trying to run it my way. But right, it, right. It's like some people are like oh oh you got to do that. You got like, you got the money. Like if you got the money, I'll do it. Right. We don't understand how much money goes into uh, trademarking and, and inventory and all the stuff you have to pay for. So I've learned I've learned a lot with that. And then, um, like I said, I took I took a break from comedy to really focus on that. And then getting back into comedy, um, it was it was cool to see that I, when I set the love for it. But what I, what I had a love for is people's reactions to me talking about certain things yeah um so like the turkey thing i did a whole i did a whole <laughs> night on turkey oh my god stop not um, a whole night a whole night every time i was hosting so every every time i got up after someone performed i somehow or another made their set about turkey that is hilarious and people you don't like turkey that's 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 the thing i came away with is people don't like turkey so if you ever had a black brew when we open up our first cafe, we won't have no turkey in there. No turkey sandwiches. At all. No turkey sandwiches. No turkey, nothing. No, nothing. That's hilarious. I don't, I don't even think turkey sandwiches are made of real turkey. Because they're not as dry as turkey. I Actually, the, the best... The deadly slices, you mean? Yeah. You think it's mixed with something It's got to be mixed with something. They put some chicken in that turkey. It's it's like 40% chicken. Uh, stop it. Because turkey is horrid. Oh, my gosh. Horrid. Turkey is just basically like colored cardboard. They just make it light. That is so funny. It's disgusting. So, like... Um, yeah, so getting back into comedy, that, that was like, that was fun for me. And just seeing like some people, oh, come on, we thought you weren't doing comedy no more, this and that. Like, no, I was working on some other stuff. So, uh, those are the two biggest things that happened for me 
And uh, how about you? Good for you. Um, I mean, there's a lot of stuff. Like I had a lot of uh, performance things. You know, I get to open for Smokey Robinson, mm-hmm. sing the national anthem for the California Democratic Convention, which yeah. was you know a huge yeah. accomplishment. Um, uh, career. I mean, career wise stuff. Like things were up and down. It's always up and down. But I mean, obviously, personally, just you know, now we're having our first child, which mm-hmm. I'm so excited about. Congrats again. We just bought a house. We're moving at the end of the year. Oh, and, nice. Um. Yeah. So personally, things are just moving forward. I'm, I'm like. Dang, I'm an adult. Right. <laughs> like, that, when did this that, happen? Yeah. Do you ever do you ever have moments though where you're just like, wait, I'm like an adult. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, having kids of my own. Yeah. You know, has kind of done that for me. You know, I'm I'm working sometimes. I'm kind of by myself, mm-hmm. whatever. So then there's been some times when I was like been driving, like, this is all on me. Yeah. <laughs> like I got no one else to fix this. Like, okay. <laughs> You gotta that's funny. That's, that's, this is all on me. Like I got is this me or nobody else? Right. That's funny. Because there's times where I feel like I'm still, you know, 16. Absolutely. Like my mind. I don't. I, I know. I'm not a big person on age. Age is really just you know. I, people will know if they ask how old I am. People who know me will tell them which calendar. Because Camille's gonna say which calendar you're talking oh about. Oh my gosh. This and this is so my true. thing. Like I, I don't. I don't. I don't know how old I really am. I, I don't feel my age or whatever yeah. I'm supposed to feel. So anyway, I feel like sometimes I'm 16. Yep. yep. And then you get a bill and like oh. You're like I'm not I'm 16. Not 16. <laughs> I'm like, this is my bill. Okay. Oh you know, car insurance God. and everything else. Yeah. Uh, being an adult and it, telling my daughter who's trying to, you know, grow up so fast, I was explaining to her, like, being an adult just means you're more responsible. And, like, the word responsible is your ability to respond. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And as a 16-year-old, you don't have the ability to respond to things in your life. Yeah. I do. So that's yeah. why it's my responsibility. Right, 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 right. Soon as you're able to respond, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, being, I told her this, being an adult is not like a Netflix trial. <laughs> You don't get to think, oh, change your email and try it again. Or I'm not going to do it. Back off. Once right. you get into, once you start this membership, it is what it is. You're done. Yeah, you're locked in. So yep. like, and take you got to pay for it. You've got to pay. Yeah. So it's being adults. Uh, it's interesting. <laughs> I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, what do you What do you hope to see happen in 2020? Just either in your own life or like just the news, the media, the world. Um, wow. So for me, I mean, definitely doing more, more comedy. I'll get more, I'm trying to get more into acting. Um, I've got to representation now, so I'm working on that. Good, good, good. Um, definitely trying to open a cafe. Awesome. Blackbird Cafe and, and probably a brew truck. Ah, I like that. Okay. Okay. So that's, that's one thing. Um, and as you say, you just bought a house. I'm I'm looking to probably buy a house Mm -hmm. hopefully next year because the whole renting thing, I'm, that's one thing about being an adult that's kind of like hit me hard in the past few years is that like I'm renting and giving someone else money. Like I'm yeah. paying to their salary, yeah. their rent, their mortgage, whatever. So I'm like, I'm done with that. And I've gotten, a, I've talked to a lot of people about just managing money more now yeah. that I'm, you know, on my own, have my own business. It's so crucial to manage your money correctly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so one thing I want to do is start making my money work for me more. Um, and I think one of the biggest ways is owning property and real estate. So I've talked to my mom and some of my, you know, some family members about, you know, pulling either pulling together money or, or whatever. But definitely owning property in the next year. That's in stocks, whatever. Just yeah. being better with managing money. Absolutely, it's super important. And mm-hmm. you know, any knowledge anybody, any of you listening can get about finances. Do it now. Do it. Don't wait. Please, yes. Because it's it's about just making your own wealth and making you know making things work for you. That's that's a whole thing with John, my husband. It's like renting makes no sense, leasing a car makes no sense. Mm-hmm. 
put yourself in a position so that you can't own, so you don't got to own nobody anything, and you just got to pay for it, and it's yours and stuff. Yeah. And that's another one. I leased a car for the first time this year. Mm-hmm. We'll never do that yeah. again. <laughs> yeah. Ever. He's, yeah. John's like so against leasing cars. He, yeah. He's like, absolutely not. I'd rather walk. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And to that point, like now the car I got now is like it's the basic as as it gets. And I'm cool. Mm-hmm. I am so cool mm-hmm. with it. Because like um I know some people who are proponents of leasing, like, oh, you don't have to worry about this, you don't have to worry about that. If you get tired of it, you get a new car. But I'm like, just managing my miles alone. Just like I couldn't do it. I'm like, I'm good. So like the next go around, I'm just gonna buy something I want and keep it and be a car that I like. Cause I know people say, Oh, so you buy a car, you lose it. But if I buy a car I want, it's my car. Exactly. I like the car. I'm not exactly. buy a car just for no reason. Um, but also like in terms of manage, managing money and investing, I know people are scared. Oh, and they, and they hoard their money. They hold on to, or they just spend it frivolously. But like one thing that hit me hard this year is I watched a YouTube video on beyond meat, mm. like probably mm-hmm. a year ago. Mm-hmm. And then was very curious and just to tasting it and learning more about it. And I mean, the first time I had a beyond meat burger, I was like, wow, yeah, this thing is great. Yeah. Then I was like, I wonder if the company's public. Mm hmm. This was before they gone public. Mm-hmm. Then when they went public, it just took off. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I knew this. We have stuck in. Really? Yeah. Oh, see? <laughs> see? Wow. I told John. Well, wow. It's actually, it's been fluctuating, but I told him, I was like, I think we need to invest in this. You got in early. We got in. We well got done. In. Well yeah. done. Yep. So that, that kind of pissed me off. <laughs> I saw it. You know, when you yeah. see it, like, okay, that makes sense. I should, I should invest. And I didn't, one, I didn't have the money to. And I we was didn't like, put that much in, but we put a little put in. Something. Even if like, it's just a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah. I'm in, I'm in. Yeah. You feel better about yourself. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, that won't happen again. Once I see something in the, in the market, I kind of see yeah, it. Yeah, it's, the, jump it's on worth it. g- jumping in, yeah. for sure. Yeah, yeah. Especially, honestly, if there's anything that has to do with, like, veganism or, like, just any form of agriculture, like, the way things are going, mm-hmm. like, energy, mm-hmm. try to get into yes. that. Because it, you're going to see a lot of changes with that stuff over the next couple of 100%. years, for sure. Um, for me, personally, um, you know, just continuing with music. I really, my dream has always been to record a Christmas album, and I'm thinking maybe next year will be the year. Oh, yeah. Um, I just haven't ever sat down to actually do it, figure out arrangements of new songs. Like, you always hear Christmas songs, you're like, ugh, you couldn't think of a better way to do that song. Oh. I'm not saying like, oh, I could do it better, but I just always, you know, I, I love Christmas and I, I would love to do a Christmas album. Um, as far as the world goes, Lord have mercy. Mm. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I hope impeachment does go through. I, I would like to see there be whoever gets the nomination. I just hope everybody rallies behind it and then we don't dig ourselves in another grave again. Sure. Yeah, because I think the problem is, is that when you get into this mindset of like, it's either my candidate or not. That's why we ended up with what we have. Yep. We got or not. <laughs> and right. that's, you know, that's the situation we're in. So I, I truly hope that there is some sort of unity next year where it's like, you know what? It doesn't matter who it is at this point. We just got to get this man out of office. Yes. And get this administration out. 100%. Um, and I hope, you know, people continue to talk as we have been trying to do with this podcast with the blog and just like posting and stuff just mm-hmm. about things yeah. you know and 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 having conversations and not being afraid to talk about race and being afraid to talk about the lgbt community or be afraid to talk about anything really because you know conversation is the best way to to solve problems or just mm-hmm. having open dialogue even if you don't agree i hope that more people decide to do that in 2020 in this new decade now about this christmas album mm-hmm. yeah you need to do one because there has been some garbage <laughs> 
songs out this year. <laughs> there really have. Because my third favorite Christmas song mm-hmm. is Last Christmas by Wham. I meant you said third Christmas. It is, it's my third favorite song. <laughs> Wait, what are the first two? So the first one is This Very Night by the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Okay, okay. And number two is um, the Beatles song. What's the name? How's it? Um, what was the name of that song? Simply having a wonderful Christmas song. Oh, okay. I you could have given me a list of a hundred songs, mm. and I wouldn't have guessed any of them. See, I'm a very unique individual. You are very unique. Uh, I have a friend that tours with Trans Siberian Orchestra. Really? Yeah, he's the lead singer for them. Wow. Yeah. And uh, that Beatles song, I'm completely going to disagree with you. <laughs> really? That is a great. That song, song drives me crazy. The simply yes. Oh my god! I love god. it. I love it. And last Christmas, I think it's, it's a, a little great overplayed. Song. It, no, it's not. It wasn't until freaking Taylor Swift did her version. She did a version. Yes, See, I don't even know. It's god awful. Well, I mean, <sighs> come on, come on. One note, Taylor. I think my favorite Christmas song is well, one of them. I don't know where it is, but I love this Christmas by Donny Hathaway. Oh yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's number four jam. for me. That's, that's number jam. four. <laughs> I love That's it. number four. I wouldn't have guessed that those are yours. Really? I love Chance of Your Orchestra, though. I love this. Because there's certain songs that are very Christmassy, but there's those three specific, when I hear them, are so unique. Yes. Okay. They feel very Christmassy. I give That's you that. What I'm saying. I give you that. Even like, you know, Nat King Cole's Chestnuts, mm-hmm. I, I, you can almost hear that any time of the day. That's true. That's it's true. just a crooner, nice I'm song, whatever. You. Okay. Yeah. That's I what hear. I'm saying. A Beatles song, though, I I get what you're saying, but I can't. That song, <laughs> ooh, that now, song drives me crazy. No, you know what song drives me crazy? What? Is uh, Bruce Springsteen's uh, Santa Claus is Coming to Town. Is, is he the Santa Claus is Coming? No, you're singing it way better, and you're not even trying. <laughs> but it's that version, right? It's horrific. Is that like Mariah Carey's version of it? Yes. Well, yeah, of course. Bruce Springsteen, I mean, he sounds drunk. But he's not really a singer. Like, if we're going to be honest. But he's like, trying to sing. He's been trying to sing. Oh, my God. <laughs> and that's why I get into issues with you about, like, people who can sing. Yeah, who can sing. Sang. I get you. Like, I get you. If Bruce Springsteen was a brother, that song would have never came out. It wouldn't. Well, if he, it would have sounded better. It would have sounded better, of course. Like, I'd, I'd rather have heard uh, Old Boy from Hootie sing. Oh, yeah. But he can sing. Right. Darius has a good voice. I'd rather hear Darius Rucker yeah, sing that yeah, song. Yeah. That's funny. That song is garbage. No. <laughs> Straight garbage. Oh my god! Do you? What do you do for Christmas? What do you, What are your Christmas traditions? Do you um, have any? I have an eggnog dance. You drink eggnog? I do only I can't. at Christmas. I can't. I, only, yeah. I sip it. I do you put rum it. in it or anything? Oh no, I don't drink alcohol. Oh yeah, you don't drink. Yeah. You just straight up eggnog. Yeah. Oh Lord have mercy. Okay. It's weird, but my kids made me drink it. And it was it hit me hard. I'm like, oh, this stuff is what weird. Is eggnog? Because I even used to drink it when I was younger, and I'm still like, what am I drinking? I think that's why I didn't drink because I used to hate eggs as a kid, and I'm like, eggnog sounds horrific. And now you love it. No, I don't like it. But you still drink I, it for my kids. This is the thing I do. That's love. It, I, <laughs> exactly. If you ever wonder how much I love my kids, so you do eggnog dance. What else? Um, have to do uh, several movies. Okay. Yeah. Elf. Yes. Um, Elf for sure. What's the movie you, you shot your eye out? Oh my shot God. Christmas, eye out. Across Christmas Story. Oh. Christmas Story. <laughs> okay. Okay. And uh, any, I think the National Lampoon's has a Christmas movie. Okay. Yeah. Um, and seeing just lights. What's going on seeing lights? Yes. 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 So that's same. So we usually do like a, a we're gonna do breakfast. 
Christmas with my family. Okay. We usually do uh, some small gifts on Christmas Eve, but then we'll open on Christmas. We might just mm-hmm. do Christmas Eve this year. But uh, looking at Christmas lights has always been a thing. Got to do that. I love it. Yes. I love it. Have you been to Candy Cane Lane in Woodland Hills? I have not. Okay, that one's crazy and you have to go. Okay. Try to get there early, especially because okay. it's getting dark now, so it'll start earlier. Okay. It's crazy. Just okay. Google Candy Cane Lane in Woodland Hills. It's like the entire area. They all participate. That's I like that. I hate going to down like street light cities and like three or four houses aren't doing it. It's like what, Grinch. Like, really? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, you don't have any lights. You could just borrow your neighbor's lights. So, we'll give you some lights. Just put a lights. little Santa just or something, something out there. Out the front. Yeah. Don't because be that's that the person. one I look at. Right. <laughs> like you got all but these they, beautiful they lights. They could be Jewish. We don't know. <sighs> that's true. I didn't even think about that. I did not. Or <laughs> Jehovah's Witness or whatever. Yeah. You, okay. know, you never know okay. what the situation is, but it is kind of funny when it's like you're the only one. Like really. You should have. You should have done some research before you like, bought in that neighborhood. So this house is nice. It was oh on Christmas. My gosh, like just let you guys like, know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, have that's you been to, so funny. Have you been to Descanso Gardens? No, but I love yes. that. I mean, I've been there, but I haven't been there for Christmas. Yes. Okay. Hundred percent do that. Okay. That's that's, that's okay. dope. Good. And um, then there's the zoo lights. Yeah, I've not done that one LA before. Zoo. That one's really cool. Okay. I like that one a lot. So then, um, other question is: fake tree or real tree? I think at some point in your life, you have to get a real tree yes. for the experience. Yes. But for long term, I'm all about the fake tree. Really? Yeah. Uh, I can't deal with all the pine leaves. I want the everywhere. pine needles. I want it. I don't. Really? I've done the real tree. It's great. And, and I'm over it. So fake tree, pine spray. I'm good to go. <laughs> oh, and the pine spray? It's pine spray. So it feels like wow. it's a real tree. It smells like it's a real tree, but it's a fake tree. Wow. I've never done the pine spray. And you spray. can keep the fake tree forever. Well, they got, they got about a 10-year life. But, like, you keep the fake tree for a long time. You buy okay. some pine spray, you're good to go. I've never heard of using pine spray. Oh, absolutely. Wow. Okay. All right. I'm more of a, I'm more of a real See, tree See, some guy. people might think that's ghetto, but it's actually a life hack. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know, come on. With black people, they call it ghetto. With white people, it's a life hack. Life hack. Yes. <laughs> this is true. It is a complete life hack. That's funny. Oh, my gosh. All right. Well, you guys, it has been a great year, and we thank you so much for tuning in, listening, engaging with us. we got a lot of stuff coming up for 2020. We hope you have a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and be safe, and we will talk to you in the new year. Be good. Bye. Later. And this episode of We Need to Talk is brought to you by Black Brew, the darkest, richest, boldest coffee anywhere. Don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at We Need to Talk the Podcast and Twitter at underscore We Need to Talk underscore.